So a couple of weeks ago, I, a little, uh, I drove uh, up to Seattle, absolute beautiful drive, and you pass like, you, you will see probably five or six um, like snow-peaked volcanic uh, yeah. mountains that like, yep. they're, they're just, I mean, you guys have seen them, but it's, it's just like kind of like uh, majestically like showstop when you first see it, like peaks out around a corner, you're just like, oh, and you drive for like four hours and it doesn't get any bigger. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's just like, they're so massive. And uh, there's one in Northern California called Mount Shasta. And again, same, same exact thing. And I was like, what, what, is it climbable? Like, I'm, I'm kind of going like that. You're talking a snow-peaked mountain. Um, so I, I, I Google this, like, how does this work? And, I, and the, um, the parks department or whatever has a website. So you want to climb Mount Shasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what it's called. It's a dragnet uh, for dipshits. <laughs> it's like, let's just yeah. drag it once and see who we get. Anyone Googling yeah. how to climb a mountain, it should just give them, a, 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 like, a Netflix video. There yeah. you go. <laughs> this is more your speed. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe this is doable. There's like a PDF with a map and, and, and all that. And it's, it opens up. Climbing Mount Shasta is a very special experience. And it gives you this like, you know, poetic thing. This is awesome. Okay. Uh, and then it says, what's the best time of year to climb Mount Shasta? And it says, the most popular non-technical route is Avalanche Gulch. Mm. <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> I, just, I was like, that answers my question. I can't do it. Avalanche Gulch. I just know, like, I don't think you want to be near a gulch. I'm pretty sure I'm not a... I, don't, I think gulch is bad. Avalanche Gulch, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. It says, by July, naturally occurring rockfall becomes a major hazard. Like, this is a video game at this point. You're dodging, mm -hmm. you know, falling rocks. And this uh, is the best time of year to dodge rocks? <laughs> and that's the most popular route. Non-technical. You don't want to know what the other routes yeah, are. Yeah, Like, where you don't have to actually do anything. By the way, I told you that in Zurich, I, like, uh, I saw a mountain and decided to go over it and go, like, down into the city. Uh, I looked it up. The prominence, uh, Grant, you probably... Prominence is like not the elevation, how but just how high it sticks up. relative to everything else. Yeah, 500 feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and this is tiny because it's only like 2,800 above sea level. It's nothing, but I was just like, oh, you know, I'll go over that. No, 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 no. This is not a snow-capped, like, uh, av there ain't no gulch. Gosh, <laughs> and there ain't no gulch around here. <laughs> yeah. There's a stairwell like of a, a very tall building. You get up and it's like the, um, there's like a model gulch, like a miniature town. Yeah. Like, oh, there's the miniature yeah. gulch. It's like Safety Town, but it's their gulch. <laughs> this is safety. Gulch? Hey, by the way, I would much rather hike Safety Gulch than Avalanche Gulch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's some Avalanche really good advice, gulch. everybody. <laughs> if you if you leave later than July, you'll want to take Sure Death Trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the collecting of your bones easier. Members of Little Cap and Travis, uh, and a special welcome to our members of the Double Diamond Club. The diamonds can be any color. They are black. Uh, get your 20-sided dice out. Get your decks of cards. And tell the kids they're not allowed to do fun things tonight because it's family board game night on the Free Legal Advice Podcast. Uh, a 
loyal listener, shall I say exalted listener, Z, how my ass tastes B, (laughs) writes, quote, board games. What are some good ones? What are some bad ones? And what are some bullshit ones? Uh, As always, so eloquently put by the exalted topic man. Uh, But again, proving the point, if you email us a topic, we will be, we will happily discuss. So today we're talking board games. Um, I'm going to run through all sorts of uh, my very strong opinions about and correct opinions about board games. I may ask Ben, Corey, and Grant some of their opinions as well. And then uh, we're going to wrap this thing up by putting together our own board game. So I'm going to just get normally what I do on, 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 on this is going to disappoint uh, a lot of the loyal Matt fans. Most Matt episodes, you know, I kind of ramble on for about 45 minutes before we actually get to the thing <laughs> that uh, I want to talk about. So not this time. We're jumping right to it. Speaking of jumping right to it, let me interrupt the- you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with the category most overrated board game. I'm going to start with my hottest takes. I'm going to go hottest to coldest <laughs> takes. Uh, so my hottest take, most overrated board game is Monopoly. There, true. I said Monopoly it. Monopoly blows. Monopoly sucks. There's three letters when it comes to board games. DPM. Don't play Monopoly. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. I think that that's the king of another category of um, hating your family. Um, okay. But uh, how to start a fight of why your daughter won't trade with Oh, you're favoring your mom again with another fucking sweetheart trade huh? <laughs> or oh you're manipulating our daughter now you're manipulating our daughter uh, oh, oh yeah sure sure park place with three houses that's the same as baltic avenue yeah just you <laughs> scumbag trying to trick her that purple is her favorite color don't you want a pretty purple yeah yeah this is what happens do you guys finish games when you play I mean I, I don't yeah. know how many Monopoly oh yeah you, you, so it's like board game weekend in that case I guess. Uh, my daughter and I did have one <laughs> epic one where we were it was past midnight when we finally went because we play it with the house rule of you know all of the things you pay into the bank go in the middle and then a free parking lets you uh, cash in the pot mm-hmm. or you get the pot and I had her dead to rights, but she just kept winning the lottery, essentially. It's just mm-hmm. like, I have destroyed you, and you're unemployed, but you keep winning the goddamn lottery. How would I kill you? Yeah. There are um, so many ways to crush the poor. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, but that, that, that was a fun time of playing. I'm sure there, was, there were tears earlier in the night, uh, or like, that's why my wife and I don't speak to this day, probably. Um, who knows why, and I don't know why, and neither of us know, but we're not speaking. But it certainly is related to Monopoly. Most overrated, Mousetrap. You're like, you watch it go, and you're like, mm. oh, man, this is going to be sweet. <laughs> and no one even knows how to play the game. Do you yeah. know how to play the game? Nope. No one knows There's how to play the game. There's something with pieces of cheese. I don't know. I don't think it counts as a board game. And it never works. It never works. I don't works. think it counts as a board game. It's like, you put it together, you do it, you put it away. Yeah. Those are the rules. Yeah, you, you like tinker That's with it. That's not a it. game. You go, can I launch this guy? Oh, not very far. This sucks. Put it back in the box. Yeah, that you're you're right. I think I think I'll agree with you there. I actually had most likely to be played as a played with as a toy instead of a game uh, oh, for okay. Mousetrap, but okay. it's it's the same thing. I've you you get it out 
at grandma's house, you go, oh, there's some stuff here. You kind of put together a little Rube Goldberg and it, it doesn't work. You've mm-hmm. never actually played the game or understand how the game itself works. And then, then you put it away. So I'll give you that very overrated. The last overrated side of Monopoly is the 1,000 different versions of Monopoly. Oh, it's like, God. oh, cool, it's Simpsons. It, it's the sports, the team that I like it. But at the end of the day, they just they put Mickey Mouse stickers on it, and you still have to play Monopoly. It's it the doesn't. The game yeah. itself I bet hasn't you changed. There is Appleopoly, and it's different varieties of apples. Oh, do you want Granny Smith? I landed on Granny Smith. I had to once again. You've taken it down by being too close to reality. Yeah. God damn it! There probably yeah. is Macintosh Appley. It's not even. It's not even just like, like oh, there's a sports one. No, there's one for every single sports team, and like you know, Chicago yeah. Bears Monopoly. Yeah, one hundred percent. NFL Monopoly is one for yeah. every team, and probably multiple for every team. Yeah. yeah. Bernie Kosaropoly. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Monopoly, you can go to hell. You can dress up this turd however you want. <laughs> however you want, <laughs> Mister Perturd Head, it's a big and it's got like a little nose turd, you can put in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one's open. Uh, I, I, this is just. Uh, I, I don't think uh, that I'm necessarily right. So, uh, here, love to hear your guys' opinions. But for best classic board game, so classics are you know the ones that have been in production for for decades, and everybody knows the games. My best classic is Battleship. Hmm. Uh, it's got some. It actually has some some strategy, but, but you can play it with people of all ages. It's got cool pieces, cool setup. Uh, and all the all the literal thrill of naval warfare. So, uh, I, w- I would sit down and play some battleship. All right, is he punching all those boats together? Did I? I just got four in a row. How did I not sink a boat? Oh fuck! What if his boats are turned the other direction? I, I literally just recited the the uh, uh, the Battle of the Nile. There's from, there's one um, bit the- that you're missing there, Matt. You're, you're missing the point of playing a game of battleship. You're like, fuck! What if he's moving his boats around like I am? <laughs> uh huh. That you're like, like it's B three, and your eyes get big, and then you're like, your hands move down to the board, <laughs> and you hear like the like loud clicking pl- plastic clicking yeah. and click, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> miss. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty good one. That's that's a pretty good one. It's it's playable. Uh, you guys have any other good classic board games? If I can go out on a limb and be a weirdo, Catan has been around for a long time, and that's a pretty solid game. Where I'm, what I like are games that have some actual strategy to them. Not like I mean, a lot of games that are either for little kids. Some games are just yeah, like it's completely up to the luck of the draw. There might be a little bit of like, should I be? Should I? Should I do what Candyland tells me, or should I not? (laughs) Um, They really don't know. Hold on, try to do that game. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to throw this out there. Like uh, A game where there's some actual chance of controlling the outcome, mm-hmm. better than most board games, and that's including Monopoly. I don't believe that there's any way to actually control how mad it sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> it's, 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 a downward, it's a downward spiral of suck, and that's all there is to it. The game's like, and start sucking until we all fight. Um, but so like there there are some games that are good uh, I don't like have like the, the definitive list of like oh this is a classic good one I'm going to throw uh, as a, 
a good, I'm going to throw an honorable mention in there of a game we had called Battle Masters. Ooh. Battle Masters was a gigantic uh, four by Corey, four. Before you go in, can I actually just name the topic of that or the, the award for that and I'll let you explain. Uh, oh, my, go ahead. My, that wins Game Exalted in My Memory as the Greatest Thing Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you are yeah, not wrong. Um. I'm giving it an honorable mention as a good game. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, Matt's Matt's title it, it gets its own trophy, but in the in the in the section of good games, I'm gonna throw Battle Masters as an honorable mention. It had a four foot by four foot vinyl printed battle map with hexagons yes. on it. People were past squares. Yes, we're through the looking glass here. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so we didn't many even more go to sides. five. We went right, to exactly. Six. It's like I can imagine the Pentagon. Well, fucking pull your pants up and now do it again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that means. But it had a hexagonal grid. Uh, a hexagon is amazing. a Pentagon that kept going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pentagon, the lazy man's hexagon. Uh, so it was this cool grid. All of the, it had little like D and D like uh, figures, like actual yeah. figures of like these are the goblin wolf riders, and I was like, I oh, don't care yeah. how bad this game sucks. It's not riders. a great game. Yes, the wolf there riders. There were wolf riders. There were, there were knights. Or there was the a ogre. mighty cannon. People. The mighty cannon. The oh, ogre yeah. champion. The ogre yeah. champion. It was. It had. A, it had so many pieces, and the sheer number of pieces alone made it great. That yes. like when you when you picked up that box, you're like. I don't think it's empty. I think it's full of pieces. The entire box. It's a big box. Oh, yes. It was so full of pieces. That so honorable ruled. mention to Battlemasters. That game ruled, but who did it rule for? Uh, the four of us. Great. You, did we ever play it with yeah, you? Or, I played okay. it all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That ruled for us who are dildos who like things like wolf riders and ogres and are willing... <laughs> Be, are so turned on by hexagons that we are willing to spend because probably it takes a couple hours to play that game. It's kind of like a risk thing where you know the enemy. You roll some dice mm-hmm. and there's one guy to be. You're willing to do it. I think that it does matter. Like what's a good game is like who you're with and like what what are you with. You know, if you get one that's like four to six players and you're a loner, then it's like this game sucks ass. <laughs> it might be real fun. <laughs> Ain't gonna be too much fun for you. Because you will you yeah. don't ever talk to people. This game should also get an honorable mention in the bad category because there's literally no skill involved. I was going it's, to say, it is not a good game. It's a fun no. game. Oh, there we it's go. It's not good. It is fun. No, it is. Uh, the, 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 the game plays out in a random, uncontrollable way that you have no control over whatsoever. Is that right? Aside from Tiny. cheating with the cannon. Aside Tiny. from cheating with the magic. <laughs> bit of control. Aside from cheating with the mighty cannon, which I yes. always fucking did, you <laughs> shuffling idiots. That is a that is a good point that Grant and Corey are wrong about most of their opinions on this game. So, okay. All right, interesting. No, it's, interesting, though. It's not... It's not exactly like Candyland, where as soon as the deck is shuffled, the game has been played. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's like 95%. It's very close. There's really? a tiny little bit of skill, but it's pretty right. much just the deck. All I remember is that map, those amazing figurines. It's like wolf mm-hmm. riders, and and Chaos I don't Knights. remember Eastman. actually the gameplay very well. So the, you're telling me yeah. this is like a movie that I don't want to go back and watch and just let it live in my the memory. Thing is, you'd probably have fun playing it. Like I said, it is fun. Corey and I played it probably like 10 years ago or so. Yeah, yeah, before uh, I moved to L.A. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. It's not good, but it's but fun. But Grant's right. Like, the, the control you have over Candyland, which is zero, and there's mm-hmm. just an infinitesimal bit more in this. Yes. It's the difference just between someone handing you a soda with the, the straw already in it and you having to take the paper off and put the straw <laughs> in it. Like, you've got some control, but it's not really in a direction. It's more in how you enjoy it. Okay, so tell me again if this is a movie I go back and watch, because my runner-up 
as game exalted in my memory as greatest thing ever was Omega Virus. I, that's my next uh, one. I have, yes. You foolish humans, they've got five <laughs> minutes till I take over. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> honorable mention, guys. Honorable mention. On my desk. At every time. That's right. He's got all three of them. Shit. He's got the disruptor. He's got, I have the figure, the Omega Virus figure, the little spaceman with his backpack, and he's got three unwieldy units attached yes. to the back of it. This, oh okay, guess God. what? Red is ready, drone missing, but Red is ready to take down the Omega Virus. Thank God. Full story, the drone is used as a part of a door handle to open up my chicken coop. Just saying, <laughs> I'm living that Omega Virus life. Yes. So, wow. I feel like most of the time, the gimmick of like a talking apparatus uh is not good but in this case you're you're in outer space uh there's a there's a virus and and as Corey already announced the beginning of the game uh you know a a robotic uh voice is narrating the game and counting down and it's like it it's getting more and more tense it's getting more and more nervous there's like really cool parts and pieces as Corey just held up I, I don't again I don't fully remember the exact gameplay but I just remember uh really enjoying that game yeah, as you Matt, you were gonna say that like gimmicky games are kind of shitty. I remember we had one called The Grape Escape, and you ah, had to make uh, yes. grapes out of Play-Doh, and then like yep. if you landed on a thing, then you got to destroy the grape somehow, like a pair of scissors or something, mash it or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. And this worth game it. is was like I remember we were all like we when we played it once, and I don't ever remember playing it again. Like it's <laughs> ah, we got to get the Play-Doh and the thing and the. the, the, the Let's just go play Monopoly and hate each other like other families do. <laughs> do we make the grapes and then hate each other? Like, what's, I don't know the order. <laughs> That's the way you do it when you play the grapes. Oh, yeah, escape. escape. Uh, there you go. But we'll, sorry, I'll save that for the uh, jingles. Jingle uh, part two. Uh, epic Best part ones. Two. Uh, yeah, pizza party. Great jingle. Party. Absolutely. Pizza, pizza party. party. Well, let, let, let's jump right into game with right uh, pizza pieces party? most likely to be eaten. Pizza party, man! It always—they always look so good, do they not? Yes, little yeah, cardboard I, I pizza. You playing that game? I remember you make, that. You yeah. want to eat pizza? Uh, <laughs> Games so my, good, my, you might eat them. <laughs> my my runner up is uh, sushi go. Oh yes, oh, yes. Them delicious oh, yes. looking little sushis. And my third place honorable mention is Trivial Pursuit. The pie. <laughs> You're sitting there bored as hell, all these impossible questions. You, you don't even know what the hell's going on, but there's that pie. So what would you like, like me to make you for your birthday? What kind of pie? Brown. Which I think is <laughs> athletics. I want leisure. a brown <laughs> slice, a yellow slice, a green yeah. slice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. That is, a, I want to make a note about Trivial Pursuit. Yes, please. I love Trivial Pursuit. That game never gets played at my house at all because my wife hates trivia games the most of anything mm. ever. She hates trivia. Everything about trivia. There's a trivia night. You want to go? No. She hates trivia. I fucking love trivia. So <laughs> that I would put Trivial Pursuit up as like a good game because I think it's challenging because I don't ever know any of the arts and entertainment crap, but I know <laughs> some things, or I might, and then I'll feel good about myself. Um, but... You have to, it's all about people that you play it with. I guess if I lived in a house of trivia heads, then it would be fun. We would think it's a great game. But uh, here it is the, we don't even have it anymore. I was just looking for it earlier. She, 
and she, without telling me, she threw it away or something. It went to, it's gone to the thrift <laughs> well, store or somewhere. So it's a combination of who you play it with and what edition you're playing. Are you when playing like made. the original one from the seventies, where they yeah. have really, really specific yeah. pop culture references you will not understand? Or these colors of yes. people are not allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Any anyway, we yeah. we had one. There's one called Color Brain that we got maybe as a gift. Uh, if Into you got mic. this uh, for us, then thank you. Uh, however, um, we so. went through all of the questions in two plays, and now that game uh, is like, well, hey, I mean, we already know the answer to all the questions. It's a trivia, a trivia kind of game, but uh, yeah. yeah. And anyway, um, yeah. If there's no replay like that, or you got to buy the expansion pack, you got to be kidding me, is what it is. This game is going in the trash. I'm glad you touched upon that. I love trivia. It It is fun. And Grant, you're absolutely right. It does depend on what version because, uh, you know, all the pop culture references are locked in that specific moment. <laughs> I'm sure mm-hmm. in the digital age, there's some, you know, online updatable thing that's happening now. But either way, still still a fun game, even if you have a board from, you know, 1982 or whatever. Uh, here's a quick one. Most accurately named board game. Sorry. That game is sorry as hell. Uh, <laughs> you, it, it's got colors, and you're kind of like, okay, cool. But then you're just moving this boring little fucking piece around, as having to roll numbers. Not, not, a, not, a, not the uh, game for me. Uh, I would go with Fifty Two Pickup as a very accurately named game. That's uh, that one is accurately <laughs> I, named. I was about to say dibs on being Matt's uh, board game dis hype man. Uh, so when he's like, so how about it sorry? Because ass. it's sorry. I'm like, Parker Brothers, eat my dick. <laughs> um, the I get it. You're smarter than me. Is Scrabble not mm. a fan? Um, mostly because the people that uh, in my life that I played with are really, really good at it. And like, no, the Scrabble words. There's a difference between like, oh, I'm going to get Between cra- English can- words and Scrabble words. Exactly. Mm. And that's where it's like, okay, you're, you're light years ahead of me Stupid. here. I, it's not I smarter. I had a friend who was trouncing me once. I was just like, are you even trying? And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, like, six different ways to start a word with X. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, if I had to play, I, I did like the upwards version that we had where you could see yeah. Uh, it's Scrabble, but stackable, so I could take your word and you know put a letter on top of. And because uh, uh, no one knows about it, uh, you're never going to play against Scrabble douchebags. You're only going to play <laughs> against people yeah. who know the, Eng- the English words. Yes. Yeah, it's like the the version of chess we had where you get to feed the horses, and then like uh, you have uh, it was really a farm playset, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no one will whip your ass. No farm chess play set, masters are coming. There was also a bishop there for some reason. There was an yep. earl, an earl bishop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Over onto that tractor. Thank you, Grant. I was going to go to Riddle. (laughs) And had overalls and was holding a pitchfork. (laughs) Anyways. So this one I will need you guys to to explain whether it's good or bad because the uh, next category is games most likely to be played without Matt. Uh, The winner is Settlers of Catan. Uh, I have never played it. I have Ooh. friends who have had like Catan groups and Catan nights, and I've always like, yeah, let, I, I'd be into that, and and it's like a no mats club kind of thing. So <laughs> I've literally never played it. Uh, I hear it's good, but yeah, then I, other people fun. say it's bullshit. I don't know. It's what everyone thinks they're doing when they play like Monopoly. They think they're about to play that, but then they end up fighting. This is like that. <laughs> oh yeah, Catan. You can have some family fight nights on that situation because you can trade some things, and then again, it's like no. 
you know, my wife will tell my daughter, like, she can have a sleepover with three of her friends if she trades her some, like, two or. And it's just like, you. <laughs> rhymes with or. God damn, son of a. I am going to fart in your salad Four. the next. You're mm. so correct because I worked at a place that had a weekly board game night and people loved board games and they were board game crazy. And when you opened up Catan, there was a list of the three people that weren't allowed to play no matter how much they wanted to ask. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And everyone was like, don't even ask. Yeah. You cannot play Catan with these people. These are board flipping and pissed off moments. These are yeah. gentle human beings that I enjoyed wow. the rest of the time. Wow, wow. Catan is fun, though. There is there strategy involved, but there there's a pretty healthy dose of luck in that one, too. Like of um, luck of the draw, luck of the dice, what kind of resources come up. Um, but there's some strategy involved. It's a fun game. Brings out the devil in you. Yeah, it's very good. And my favorite rule is the uh, no mats rule. Mm. <laughs> That's what makes it good. Yeah. Oh, we call the. Oh, whenever we roll a seven, we say we're moving Matt um, instead of uh, <laughs> instead no, of the, yeah. Matt yeah. doesn't get yeah. it. Oh, yeah, why'd Matt you tell doesn't him? get it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he's not gonna I, remember either. He's like. The sevens, huh? I hate those. Oh, or, he doesn't or, know. I love seven Whether words. they're good or bad, I, I am that <laughs> with you. It's almost easier to talk about some board game types, but like Grant is my go-to source for board games or games of any type. There's a couple he's given me that it almost be too long to explain it. There's like a there's a chess-ish one he got me called Push Fight. That's one of the best games ever. Oh, Push Fight is a good game. Yeah, we played that in Palm Springs. You got um you got the, the the all the the girls are you know our daughters you got them these like little mini games that were like the size of like a deck of cards and some of those are the best games ever there's the fake artist where everyone is everyone knows what they're drawing except one person and they can only draw one line at a time that was <laughs> yeah, a good one that's really fun oh, I forgot still about play that, that one. one to this day yeah that's some that good board game that one's really fun um I'm also by the way honorable mention I'm a sucker for anything that is like chess on multiple levels. I've never played it, and I'm not going to. I won't even get it out of the box. But I'm like, that's 3D chess. It's <laughs> <laughs> two more Ds than most chess. Uh, recommendations. Uh, I'll go with uh, Ticket to Ride. Um, oh, this yeah. is a fantastic game because it, all, a lot of these things we're talking about, <clears throat> there is strategy, mm-hmm. but it's not pure strategy. Um, there is some luck. And, and I think, for me, there has to be a mix because when you get the pure strategy games... You get the the nerd who is so like uh you know I do this professionally level that it's not even fun to play. It's like you you uh you know what I mean? Like you just don't mm-hmm. even have a chance because they're like three leagues ahead of you. So it's I like terrible. combining the strategy, a little bit of luck, and it has multiple ways to win. Like different, there's different like strategies. Like you could be going for one thing, I could be going for another. Mm-hmm. There's some conflict. Like you can totally fuck somebody over, but it's not like you, yeah, you can probably start some family fights, but like at, at the end of the day, you can well, you have to go around and it takes a little bit longer or whatever. So like, it's, I crushed it's a good that mix. game, but we've never had a family fight about Ticket to Ride, and we have had family fights about many of the board games that I can look at in our stack <laughs> behind me. <laughs> and yeah. the other thing is, there's like twelve. 15 versions and then unlike bullshit monopoly they didn't just put you know a, a new york jet sticker on the next one <laughs> uh every game has a different mechanism so you know there's different boards or of the world and it introduces some sort of new rule or some sort of mechanism or piece that you know is unique to that game and i've played probably 10 if, if there's 12 i think i've played 10 
Um, and everyone has just like a really cool different twist and, uh, yeah, really fun. I can think of two other games that are like recommended one. Like if Lil Captain Travis, if you guys haven't played these games, um, go out and buy them. I think they're fucking rad as hell. Matt mentioned Sushi Go before. Um, Sushi Go, it looks fun. Like there, it's cute drawings of little sushi things. You can play it so many fucking ways. Like you get to pick like what the goals are each time. And and it gives you some recommendations. Like, do you want to play cutthroat? Do you want to play fun? Do you want how do you want to do this? So that game has a lot of replay value. Sushi Go is really fun. Um, and you can play it really like it's a different game playing with two players versus playing with seven players. Both are fun ways to play. And the other one uh, is Skull. Skull, oh, yeah. Skull is a pretty, it's a bluffing game, and uh, but it's simple. You have like four coasters sitting in front of you, um, and you can watch people totally get owned at it. It's awesome. It's really quick to learn, and uh, yeah, that's, that's a fun game. My last two, kind of taking board games into the broader pop culture, best movie adapted from a board game, obviously Battleship. <laughs> uh, the, the space Jumanji one. The, well, no, so that yeah, is, the, joke, the, yeah. the best board game adapted from a movie is obviously the popular 1990s Robin Williams uh, board game, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yep. roll, you rolled six. You have face blindness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's put together our own. Uh, we, we've kind of covered uh, all the different. Uh, genres, the goods, the bad, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, how hard can it be? Um, you oh, know, hold that thought. <laughs> to put together a popular board game for for Little Cabin Travis. So we're gonna, um, you know, we've we've passed out the assignments. Ben is gonna give us uh, the genre of board game. Corey's gonna give us the title. I will describe the physical setup, and Grant will explain how one wins the game. So, uh, Ben, what? Where? Where are we heading? Speaking of how hard can it be, <laughs> this is a risque party game. So okay. there's there's tons of innuendo. There's a lot of like, oh, snap. Oh, my God. Did you? See? And, uh, you know, depending <laughs> on the people you play with, it'll either be some pretty vanilla shit that they're going like, oh, my God. Or uh, there will be some truly awful like, uh, you should never, ever tell us what you're thinking again. Um yeah, so it's a risk. It's a party game, but it's very risque. Lots of innuendo. Okay, okay. Uh, Corey, what uh, what do we call? What's this game called? Well, the fact that we're we're we're, we're playing a game that's like Ben said, ribald, risque. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's your cheeks may blush when we talk about how high this skirt was. Ankle ribald vision. for your pleasure. Oh, uh, we saw the ankles. Yeah, thank you. I'm shameful how much I enjoyed that joke. I'm not laughing at it. I'm pissed. No. Oh, but I'm shame. I'm pissed about how good that's a good joke. Um, let's grant edit it so it sounds like I made that one. I will. Do. Um, I'll do that. Thank you. Uh, okay, so if we're doing a, if we're doing a game that has a sexy undertone, uh, I think we need a title that lets people know what's going on. Uh, and so I'm going to go with uh, Advanced Dungeons and Legal Advice Fifth Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sells it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Don't, don't keep keep your shirt on for a second. <laughs> Advanced dungeons and free legal advice. Fifth and edition. legal advice. Yes. Oh, and legal. Advanced, okay. Wait. Advanced dungeons and legal advice. Fifth edition. I was a three point five man myself, but I uh, hear five E is okay. Here's the thing. Five's not bad. <laughs> you just gotta. We're moving forward. Okay. 
You gotta just get used to it. Yeah. Three point five has no three point five is no five. <laughs> so like Ben said, it's a party game. So, you know, you you've got a bunch of people over, you're socializing and you wanna let's do something fun. So you get out your advanced dungeons and legal advice, fifth edition. Thank you. And because it's a party game, it's a pretty easy setup. So you start, it's it's got an eight by eight map. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. It folds up like a glove box uh, map. <laughs> so it doesn't fold so, up? So by ever. the time you get that eight foot by eight foot mat out, you'll never get it uh, folded back the same way. That's now carpet. It does have a talking apparatus Ooh. Uh, that has proprietary batteries. So, yes. so not even like does, triple. It's a, <laughs> It has and Parker it, Brothers they, batteries. And they are not included. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's where the rib bulb comes in. Uh, and, Ooh. you know, we're all in the same lane, 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 wavelength. Every player gets uh-huh. three decks of cards. Ooh. Uh, one is just your regular two through ace, uh, regular playing cards, but nudie ones. Ooh, oh, yeah. That seven shown on the ankle. One deck is a is a tarot card deck, but nudie tarot. <laughs> oh yeah, the Ace of Cups has big yes, pointy the, tits. The Pentacles. Whew. I was gonna say the Ace of <laughs> Tits. Um, <yeah. laughs> the Breast of Wands. Mm. Uh, and the third deck is these are your battle cards. So um, they contain your powers, your defense, your magic. They are also nudie. Yes, <laughs> they're also nudie. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, like this game. the game comes with 77 action tokens. These are all Ooh. roughly the size of a grain of rice. If you, The game cannot be played if a single piece is missing. <laughs> yep. it re- one piece missing, it renders the entire thing useless. So, um, But it's fun. It's party. It's, it's a little risque. Grandma's, yep. you know, got the, the Ace of Cups with... Ace of D cups card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's basically, right. yeah, this is basically like the family feud with Steve Harvey, the kind of questions mm-hmm. and the kind of oopsies <laughs> that you're gonna no, make. Fellas. <laughs> What's something that gets hot in the bedroom? Oh <laughs> So so how do we win uh, advanced dungeons and legal advice uh, fifth edition grant? Well, the way to win is you reach the end of the bubblegum sidewalk and exchange your fairy coins and, and sunshine points for hug tokens. Then, whoever has the most hugs wins. Then all you have to do is gain a simple majority in the upper house, or in the lower house, and a two-thirds majority in the upper house to ratify your victory. Oh, my God. Talk about a fun, simple party game. Very fun. It's for kids. Watch it's out, for kids. Grandma. Yep. Kids and grandmas. That's who this game's for. Yep. Ages eight and down, eighty and up. <laughs> the, game, the game has to be played with grandma. There, you, you, you actually. Number one a, is like start with grandma deals and start from the left of grandma. Yes. Right. If two grandmas are pre- present, use six decks each. <laughs> yeah. If two grandmas are present. <laughs> well, little Captain Travis, did we forget any games? Uh, are there some other bullshit games that you want to gripe about? Let us know. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail and for uh, some upcoming preview picks of our uh, our new game, Free Legal Advice Opoly, which will be out soon, um, you can follow us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. Every space is boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like Grant always says, where uh, Free Legal Advice Opoly has a new 
Monopoly version on Twitter, though. The Twitter <laughs> Monopoly version. You can find us by following us at Free Legal Pod. I would it's never like, say that. It's like the Free Legal Opoly, except for this one. Has I can a imagine it. On. And you know what? Mm. If you like the show, um, that's great. But if you don't like the show, too bad. I'm playing my Skip Your Don't Like the Show card. Uh, I'm playing a I'm playing a listen to four episodes card. Uh, these are legally binding, um, and I'm also playing a, a reverse. So uh, now you have to listen to this episode again. Yes. You have to listen to them in reverse order. Sucker, he walked out of that one. Classic bit. Episode 79. I love that Witch Testicle is our new, like, episodic callback that we keep going back to. You know, that's, for a while there, there was, there's been some questionable, we go on streaks, <laughs> and there's been some uh, more or less savory, and uh, this this is a good one. There's an age of backsitting. Yeah. That, there's that's no I... testicles in the free <laughs> McMahon. Uh, McMahon. Yeah. Your McMahon's were your your Jesse V Ventura Rachel V Mahoney's <laughs> Jesse V Ventura. <laughs> Listen to I'd me, Mahoney. You got another thing coming. It used to be the body. Now they call me the mind. <laughs> I would like to sue the body for the use of the name Jesse Ventura. God damn it! <laughs> I'm still the blonde surfer wrestler, but I'm the, now the mind. <laughs> I'm just in a mental sphere. That's <laughs> uh, what I call my shack in Mexico. Off the grid. <laughs> the mental sphere. By the way, buy my this... tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it served out of a crystal skull modeled after Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> it fits ten liquid gallons. <laughs> <laughs> I host a podcast with Gorilla Monsoon. He's been dead for 25 years, but he still makes some cogent points. Or so the public would like you to believe. <laughs> He's been a guest on Joe Rogan three times. Yeah. So explain me that, McMahon. Who keeps drinking all my vodka then? If he's dead. <laughs> some Indians say he was carved out of a piece of double diamond quartz. <laughs> Some say he was carved out of a bigger monsoon. <laughs> Some say he's several monkeys into a girl. No, I can't. Some say he's just four chimpanzees wearing a trench coat. But I know the truth, McMahon. I know you and your World Wrestling Federation have been trying to cover it up. Turn internet over.